You're listening to Zeitgeist Banana, a podcast all about the English language. My name's Gideon and I'm in London, kind of, and I'm joined today by John, also in London. Hello, John. Hello, Gideon. How, how are you doing? You've been in a, a hotel room for a while. Is that right? For nine days and one day to go. Yeah, well, to cut a long story short, I've got COVID, ah. but uh, I'm okay. Yeah, but I had to um, self-isolate, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I've t- it's completely irrelevant. that We talk about COVID, but self-isolate, isn't that bad English? Shouldn't it be isolate? Because if you isolate, you have to do it yourself, don't you? Why uh, do you need the self in front of it? That's a good point, isn't it? I'd never really thought about that. <laughs> I've had I've had a long time to think about these things. It's been the isolating here. Yeah, in so, a hotel room. Yeah, I guess. Well, I suppose self-isolate means you're not necessarily isolating with other people, right? Mm. But but isolation in itself suggests you're on your own. So it's a bit of a strange yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a really strange time because I came over to London just, I don't know, for a little break and I took a test on day two and surprise, surprise, it came back as positive. So I didn't really have any symptoms or anything. So I'm, I'm very, very fortunate, but um, I've had to stay nine days in a hotel. This is, uh, it can come out tomorrow. So but, uh, I, I think I helped you on the road to recovery by providing you with a curry on Friday. You were I? so kind. Listen, listeners john was really really kind he came around to the hotel saw him through the window briefly and he bought me a curry <laughs> first the hot food i had in a long time that was so kind yeah yeah I'd, apparently that's how you get rid of curry i i think it, it really helps anyway sorry it's, it's not get rid of curry get rid of covid I curry gets rid of covid yes okay i'm not sure that's medically proven but uh, it worked for me that there'll be a conspiracy theory going around now yeah yeah i think so i think so uh, anyway i'm well enough to do a podcast with you today john so you are um, yeah happy to do that and today's podcast well actually i have a little dialogue for you Mm, today to to the listener you have to guess what the subject is so i'm gonna uh send this over to you john okay and you are john and i'm gideon okay so you have to read your part and i read my part okay john you're under arrest what for you killed perkins from accounts doris from hr found out so you killed her too it was an accident you shot her 14 times please gideon no you did the crime. Now you're going to do the time. Take him away. You're going down. No. Okay. That's pretty good. So, <laughs> so today the podcast is about vocabulary, expressions, idioms related to crime. And you know what? The reason I'm doing this is because I've had some students who watch lots of these detective stories. Mm. Or detective series, or police series, or whodunits, or whatever you like to call them. Yeah. And they don't get some of the vocabulary, some of the police vocabulary. So I thought that'd be a good theme as well. Yeah, definitely. I, the listeners should know that I didn't kill Perkins. That was, that was... <laughs> or, or Doris from Accounts. Or Doris, in fact. I shot 14 <laughs> times. That seems, seems a bit excessive. 
yeah, let me ask you then do you, do you have a favorite detective did you read detective books do you read detective books do you watch uh, uh, tv series in, involving crime and you know that type of thing i've i have done in the past i have to say it's not my favorite thing in the world i mean i i have read sherlock holmes i have read the 39 steps which i think we decided was kind of a detective novel as mm -hmm. well yeah. and uh you know occasionally when i was on school holidays i would watch columbo um so would you say columbo's your favorite detective or uh, let's say columbo is my favorite detective or bergerac bergerac because he had a nice jaguar didn't he D so. a bergerac i'm not sure all the listeners i think most listeners know columbo is yeah, they probably so, know who Columbia is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure who Bergerac is uh, myself. I thought that was a little town in uh, in France, but um, what what was it? Was Bergerac? Bergerac, I think he was based in Jersey, and yeah. uh, he used to drive around in his red. I think it was a Jaguar, a red kind of old school Jaguar, and and clearly Jersey had lots of. Um, issues with murders and stuff, which um, I'm not sure is very true. Yeah, I, apparently that always makes me laugh when you have like some of these, I don't know, Agatha Christie, Mrs. Marple, where she lives in a little village mm. and there are like, the most, it's the most dangerous place in the world because there are like dozens <laughs> of murders there. Every week there's another murder and the, the police are so incompetent they can't solve it. So they have to get this uh, septuagenarian uh, old lady to, to help them so solve the, all the murders that are going and, on i know it's quite surprising how a small village in in rural oxfordshire is kind of you know <laughs> yeah. worse than a war zone but um, yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah i think i used to read um a lot of um raymond chandler do you know raymond chandler i know the name but i've not i've not read his stuff i i read quite a lot a while ago Mm. Um, and basically it's the opposite of Agatha Christie. Mm -hmm. So he tries to take detective stories out of the, you know, clues about a Venetian vase in the, the billiard room and, you know, take uh, a detective onto the street where he's, he's mean, he's, he's kind of a, 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 in bad shape. He, he drinks too much and, yeah, but he's he's tough and he solves the crime. So it's it's, it's kind of that kind of hard boiled they call it the hard boiled detective. That's our first uh, word of the day. Hard boiled. So, yeah, Philip Marlowe is a hard boiled detective. Okay, but it, so it just means that he's he's a strong, tough guy. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. If you can see um, the, uh, the Big Sleep with Humphrey Bogart, or um, the book with the same name, of course. Uh, by Philip Marlowe, and there's quite a few others. The other one who wrote a hard-boiled detective story is a famous one is Dashiell Hammett. Is it Hammett mm -hmm. or Hamnett? Hammett, I think, who wrote uh, The Maltese Falcon. Oh, okay. And, uh, also with of, uh, Humphrey Bogart in it. So uh, that's, that was... So he's weird. been typecast. I mean, like, like with, you know, kind of looking a bit surly and smoking cigarettes constantly. I think those are the detective stories I quite like. Quite like. I'm not really into, uh, to be honest, not these, these sort of... Agatha Christie, very, very, very like twee and calm. And in the end, they get all the suspects in the same room and they go through all the clues and find out who the murderer is. I don't think it's ever happened in criminal history of criminality. That's uh, <laughs> the way that the 
you know, yeah. they found the, the well, movie. Well, that is curious, though, isn't it? The fact that that, that is such a popular formula, isn't it? When it's not yeah. really very realistic. But I suppose that's the wonderful nature of TV, isn't it? It's, it's hugely popular in detective mm. stories and all that. And also, I think that uh, if you're learning English, a detective story is actually quite good because they're, they're rarely that difficult to read. Mm. With the exception of some maybe, um, you know, words related to crime, which we're going to look at today. Mm -hmm. So even you, you mentioned Columbo, and I know uh, quite a few of my students have watched uh, Columbo in, in order to improve their English because they always speak very clearly. Oh, okay. And yeah, and it's a nice plot and it's quite easy to follow. Yeah. So even if you've got an intermediate level of English, you could watch Columbo and really, you know, get a lot out of it. Yeah, with, sure. I mean, I suppose without quite, subtitles. Yeah. yeah, it's quite old now, isn't it? But I guess they must still have it on TV in most places. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think I found, I can't remember, I found it on was it Amazon Prime, maybe. I watched it recently, um, one episode. Um, I was curious because you know who directed the first ever episode of Columbo? It was Steven Spielberg. Oh, I, I was going to say that, you know. You were? You knew I, that? I was. I didn't know that, but I was going to say it was him. Yeah. yeah wow. He directed the first ever episode. I think he was in his, his 20s or mid-20s or something, obviously. But his career never amounted to much in the end, so went downhill from then on. <laughs> so, But that must have been his launching pad. <clears throat> they were like, wow, Columbo, now you can do E.T. Now you now you can, you know. I, I, I guess so. Okay, now you've done Columbo, you can do ET. <laughs> so that the conversation? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, well, I've done a detective story, so now I'll do about this extraterrestrial. Mm, yeah, coming to live a with a, a good, family. Good link there. Good, yeah. good link. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, let's go through some of the vocabulary. So, if you do watch Columbo or Bergerac or Agatha Christie, or you do read Philip Marlowe. Raymond Chandler, Dashiell Hammett, all those other people that I won't mention. There are lots, lots more. Start if you watch Starsky and Hutch. That's one of my favorites from Is my it? Yeah, childhood. It's yeah, good. it's pretty good. Starsky yeah. and Hutch. I like Starsky and Hutch. Uh, there was a uh, film recently. Well, not recently. About ten years ago, was it with um, Ben Stiller? A sort of comedy version of Starsky and Hutch. Actually, that was quite good. Yeah, I I probably have seen that. I think it's it's quite yeah. a good one, isn't it? Right, so let's look at a first at a few idioms, a few expressions. So the first one I've got down here is to be caught red-handed. Da, da, da. Yeah. Mm. What does that mean, John? So... Have you ever been caught red-handed? Uh, pr probably when I was a child, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, stealing a bit of cake oh. when um, I shouldn't have been. Okay. That's possible, but being caught red-handed is when you are caught in the act of doing something bad. Yeah. And I'm guessing, you can probably shed some light on this, but I'm guessing the reason why it's red-handed is because you killed somebody and you've got blood on your hands. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I always picture someone with a knife mm. and the blood is still on the knife mm. as you've just stabbed the person. Yeah. And yes, and someone comes in and goes, ah, we've caught you red-handed, i.e. with blood still on your hands. Indeed, yeah. But I mean, obviously, when <clears> I was <throat> stealing a cake, it wasn't like that. But it's metaphorical, isn't it, of course? That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you still cake your hands, it's not 
red usually unless, unless it's, it's red um, cake the jam in it or something yeah exactly no it's a good or, point if it's got jam on it yeah yeah or tomato ketchup <laughs> is that how <laughs> you make your walk. cakes yeah <laughs> <laughs> then remind me never to eat one of your cakes <laughs> yeah, no good idea so i say i caught john red-handed stealing my uh, carrot cake from from the kitchen it was for the party but john came in the middle of the night and stole it but i was there and i caught him red-handed yeah so, yeah 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 so we call the burglar red-handed stealing the things or the murderer red-handed so yeah. you'll see that a lot mm-hmm. the next one is um, a red herring a red herring yeah what is a red herring so red herring is a clue that is basically not the correct clue so it gives you an idea of something has happened it's not the actual clue is that yeah i'm not, I'm not explaining it very well no <laughs> I, I can maybe it's best explain with an example maybe i can give okay. you an example yeah. yeah okay so uh there's been a murder in john's neighborhood and then i'm a policeman and i find a knife covered in blood in john's apartment so i think john's the murderer so i arrest him and because we found the murder weapon and we do analysis of the knife and it's not blood at all. It's jam because he was making a cake. And uh, so we let you go. So sorry, that was a red herring. We thought, you know, there was a murder and we saw your red knife and yeah, but no. So it's a false clue. A false clue, clue takes, yeah. Yeah, it takes you the wrong way. A clue which misleads you. Yeah, I'm a I'm a bit worried that you would arrest me because of a jammy knife. I mean, you can't tell the difference. Jam <laughs> because I'm not a very good detective. <laughs> that's why I'm not. I'm an English teacher, not not a detective. Yeah, well, that's we, very... we took it to the lab. <laughs> took it to the lab to see if it was jam yeah. or not. That is a red herring. That's a good red example. herring. It's called. Um, what about this one? A hunch. I've got a hunch, John. That's a nice one. They use that in um, detective stories quite a lot. Yeah, that's so. That's kind of an an, uh, an instinct, isn't it, for something? Some some intuition about something. I've got a hunch that it was Gideon who did it. Uh, yeah, it's feeling. like a feeling, isn't it? You can't yeah. really. A hunch is like a feeling that cannot necessarily be explained by the facts. Mm, yeah. So I don't know why, but I feel that John's the murderer, even though we haven't got any clues. Just the way he's been acting recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I keep accusing you of murder. <laughs> the podcast. You, you do, yeah. I mean, I'm but actually, actually using you. speaking to you from Wormwood Scrubs. So, yeah. Okay, which is which is a, a prison, um, <laughs> by the way. It's okay. They allow podcasts in the prison. No so, <laughs> um, apparently, yes. So there you are. There are a few other um, words related to crime. I've got a few, a few here. Ill-gotten gains. Yeah, what does it mean then? So it means that I've got some money, for example, from a bank, which was not yeah. mine. So ill-gotten means in an illegal way, and a gain is something you have benefited from or profited from in some way. Exactly. So if, for example, I rob a bank and you find out about it and I say, John, have some of the money from the bank but don't tell the police that I'm the bank robber. The money you you have are ill-gotten gains. You haven't obtained it in a legal way, mm-hmm. in a fair way. You haven't worked for it. It's mm. stolen money. So you, 
you could say these these are my ill-gotten gains. You could also say, I think, the loot. The loot. Isn't it? That's another way. It would be a synonym of that. It would be uh, amongst the criminals. wouldn't call it ill-gotten gains. The criminal might call it the loot. Where did you put the loot? That's true, isn't it? Yeah, and, and often you have that when, I don't know, for example, there's a riot or something and people loot shops, don't they? Like they, they smash the window and steal a few things. That yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, a slight, it's the same word with a slight different meaning when it's a, mm, yeah. a verb yeah. and when it's a noun. When it's a verb, it means like stealing from shops mm-hmm. uh, when there's a riot or something. But the loot means the stolen things. Yeah, from from a, I could be a bank robbery or anything. Mm. So the the word comes from Hindi, actually. Do you know that it's one of the words, a few words in English from Hindi oh, wow. language. Yeah, cool. loot. Yeah. So to loot. So going more into crime, there is quite a difference between British and American English. You know that. When I was doing research, I realised there are so many different expressions in British American English when it comes to when it comes to criminality. Really. Um... Yeah, is that because they have more crime than us? <laughs> no, it's just a difference. I'll give you. I'll give you some examples. So, if you're watching British series and or American series, you'll have different words for some things. So, for example, in American English, they say an autopsy. Mm-hmm. Or I should say an autopsy. It's a terrible American accent. <laughs> which, right. Right. when somebody's been murdered or you, you, somebody's dead, then you'll you know you'll cut up the body to find out why the person. Uh, died. In American is called an autopsy, but in British English, you know, it's John, don't you? It's a post mortem, isn't it? A post mortem, yeah. Post mortem examination, they normally say. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. The, the other one, which if you're watching American English, the person that does the autopsy, I think it's the coroner. Is that right? In America or in, in the American UK? English, I think, is a coroner. Is it? Yeah. So we would say, we oh, say okay. pathologist? A pathologist, yeah. Okay. The person does it as a pathologist. Hmm. So coron- coroner is an old, very old word. It's like it was that they've uh, been uh, appointed by the crown, coroner, crown. But that's American English. Yeah. We don't say coroner in British English, do we? Not very much. Not, not related to the death or a murder or something. We don't talk about coroners, do we? So we talk about the pathologist yeah but uh, that's a curious one isn't it so the americans would use something related to the crown well yeah it's a very very old word we i mean it does exist in in british english but we're not we we use it i think maybe slightly different way okay uh, Hmm. pathologist and also another word it depends i think and i said i did do believe or not i did do a bit of research on this because american english american crime it's very uh, how do you say it's based the, the states, different states in the US have different words for things. In, in England, there's only one, usually one word which is used throughout the country. So, for example, in Britain, you'll have murder and you'll have manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And can you explain what manslaughter is? Maybe I'm not sure everyone knows what murder is. Yeah. So, manslaughter is when you kill somebody without intending to do it so maybe if you're driving drunk and you hit somebody on the side of the road and kill them and it, it was an accident but obviously you have killed them because of your lack of responsibility yeah exactly so uh, i thought manslaughter was a british word 
And American had a different word, which I'm mostly correct, but apparently in a few US states, they do say manslaughter, but mostly they would say intentional homicide would be murder. Mm-hmm. And I think murder two or unintentional homicide would be the same as manslaughter. So you might hear murder two in some states. Apparently in some states there's murder one, murder two, and murder three. Oh, really? in some, yeah, in American states. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to go into great detail. Okay. And also you have in American English justifiable homicide mm. where you're defending yourself. You kill somebody when you're, you know, you're de- defending yourself. Then it would be counted as justifiable homicide. That's certainly not a British term. But well, I suppose, I suppose legally we have, we have some differences there, don't we? So even this is a, a common one when I'm talking to my students because they, they they the American ones are of course more famous. So they think the word for policeman is cops, mm. which is in American, but we don't say cops in in British English. Really, that's an American term, isn't it? It is an American term. Yeah, the but... cops. You know, I said the cops around the corner. You said, "Why are you speaking like that? What are you talking about?" <laughs> Why are you speaking like well, an but American? We, we know exactly what they mean, though, don't we? If you say the cops, I mean, we. we yeah, know. but you wouldn't say that to a British person if you're British. No, you'd probably say the pigs, wouldn't you? Or the. <laughs> I've got a few. I've got a list of a few here. Okay. Um, so the the coppers, you could say coppers. The coppers, uh, yeah, that's the, true. The old bill. The old bill, yeah. The rosers. The Rosers, I like that one. My my brother uses that one. Is that right? I never. What the hell? What the hell does that mean? The Rosers. I, I never. Don't, I have no idea where that comes from. Really? Yeah. I bet maybe that's a Midlands thing. I don't know. The Rosers. Yeah. I don't know. Way. I said, "Oh, the old Bill, John, yeah. hide hide the loot. The old Bill are coming. John, they're after you." That's a, that's probably a Cockney thing. Put on right? a false beard <laughs> and a mustache. Yeah, I will do. I've already Rosers. been nicked. I've already been nicked. You've yeah. been so nicked means arrested. Yes. Saying. Well, that's yeah. another one. I think that's more British as well. You're nicked. You're nicked, sunshine. Yeah. Uh, the other words for yeah, you mentioned as well. You say the pigs. I think they say the American English too, don't they? Do they? Uh, but it's the, quite. The I guess it's derogatory, isn't it? It but... is derog. Yes, it's a derogative, derogative term. And uh, the filth. That's the another filth. derogative yeah. term. Yeah, caught by the filth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or, well, I don't know if this is really a one, but they, you used to say that the, the cars used to be a jam sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that <laughs> because they have like, uh, why is that a white and red stripe? Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah, jam so. sandwich on the way. Okay. So, John, in American English, you'll have a felony and a misdemeanor. Hmm. <laughs> it's a challenge do you know the difference so i tell a you the felon- british english you'll know you'll know instantly. well don't, don't, don't tell me first i think i know i think felony is more serious isn't it like yes, so exactly. if i if i robbed a bank then that would exactly. be a felony a misdemeanor would be if i stole your wallet from your pocket is that right yeah yeah depends how much the wallet I well, guess. That's true. That's yeah true. exactly more serious crimes are called uh, felonies in American English and misdemeanors are, are lesser crimes. In British English, I think you would say a crime or a serious crime and a petty crime. Yes, we a do petty say petty crime. crime. Don't we? So you say petty crime from the French petit, small. Mm. So it, from. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you stole a banana from the supermarket, that would be a petty crime. 
They would. You'd only yeah. go to prison for five years, John. <laughs> Whereas if you rob the bank, you go to prison for six years. <laughs> <laughs> Seems proportional. Exactly. Seems fair enough. Because it would be a serious crime. Mm, indeed. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so as wow. you can see, there's quite a lot of um, words differences. As you can see, there are a lot of differences between British and American English. Another word we don't use so much in British English, but you'll hear a lot in these um, American TV shows and stories, is larceny. Larceny. We don't really say that, do we? Yeah. I, what does that mean exactly? Is, it, is that to do with fraud? Last, I had to check, actually. I think it's a, a theft, serious theft. It's larceny. Mm. Burglary would be uh, larceny. So as you can see, there's a lot of differences between British and American English. On there. There are quite a bit, a few differences. Yeah, that's mm, very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're nicked, as you mentioned earlier. You've been arrested. You're under arrest. You're under arrest, John. Again. Again, yeah. This time. Well, let's look at some other words. Uh, I think this one most people know, but the pronunciation is sometimes um, confusing, and that is alibi, not Al- alibi, as I've heard it being said. People alibi. Said- Al- alibi yeah it's alibi yeah. isn't it yeah yeah john you're under arrest do you have an alibi where there yeah. was a murder on sunday night where were you i was and perkins uh, was murdered perkins when perkins and was Doris murdered from hr <laughs> both, she was shot 14 times where were you i i was down the pub with with bob from with bob yeah bob from accounts mm, sounds very very fishy to me she means suspicious it does yeah but that that's my alibi and you've got to yeah you've got to yeah. accept it well he was murdered and we suspect foul play a law had been broken it wasn't fair it wasn't an accident yes. something happened that was illegal something yes. bad happened and it was illegal wasn't it yeah so i guess foul play is there there's some illegality there isn't there well we could look at a couple more crimes as well Blackmail. Ooh, blackmail. I like that one. That's my favourite kind of crime. That's <laughs> the one you uh, you do the most. That's the one I do the most, yes. Okay, so well, what's blackmail? So blackmail is potentially when I, I don't know, uh, so maybe with celebrities they take a picture of, um, I don't know, somebody like Matt Damon, I don't know, with another woman. <laughs> And yeah. uh, they take a photo of him and they say, Oi, Matt, we're, we're going to show your wife unless uh, you give us £10,000. John, unless you give me £20,000, I'm going to tell the listeners that you're not really from Birmingham. <gasps> well, you've just told them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I, I say that I don't, if, if, don't have to give you the money now. people are in on the joke uh, we did a video together uh, John and I um, where John you do your Birmingham accent and there are lots of comments the video are saying this guy's not from Birmingham he doesn't sound like he's Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes uh, so ch- check out that video it's a, it's a very good video accent, a very good video and you do you did go to school in birmingham so it is kind of, uh, kind justified, of kind yeah. of justified and you do do the accent. you you can do the accent so i i, I can do it apparently apparently i sound yeah. more like somebody from the black country but yeah apparently that's what i said hmm. uh what about this crime uh kidnap kidnap yes so that's not when you 
because because I think this is a a curious one, isn't it? Because it's not about children. It could be anybody, right? Because like yeah. a kid. So yeah. it's when, for example, it could we, be goat. It could be a goat. Yeah, because kid means um, <laughs> a goat, isn't it? Um, a male true. goat is a kid. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Could yeah. Be right. So you could steal. Maybe the origins they were stealing goats. Oh, it might be. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if you steal somebody, like you abduct them, and you would ask for a ransom, wouldn't you? Which means that you ask for money in order to return that person. Exactly. You you brought up an interesting point actually, because abduct people get confused with the word abduct and kidnap because abduct they don't ask for money; they just take the person. Oh, okay. Mm. But uh, kidnap is you want a ransom. You could have mm. mentioned the word ransom, John. Yeah, ransom. We'll yeah. only return your loved one to you if you pay a million dollars. So that would be the ransom. What about this one? Embezzlement. Embezzlement. That's I like that you... word. I think I'm, I'm only saying because <laughs> I like the word so much. It sounds really important. Embezzlement. You're arrested for embezzlement. It does sound good, doesn't it? I, I mean, that was the reason why I killed Perkins from accounts because he was embezz <laughs> embezzling lots of money. Oh, yes, so, the verb to embezzle, yeah. Yeah, so it means that you were kind of taking money most likely out of a company, is it, when you're, you're kind of maybe working in an official capacity, but yeah. you're kind of like, okay, well, nobody's going to notice if I take that, that money and put it in my account. Exactly. You take, you take the company's money and put it into your personal account. That would be mm. an example of embezzlement. Yeah, it is yeah. a nice word, though. I do like that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, this could be another example of foul play. Well, the books, the accounts look a bit strange. I suspect foul play. Mm. The money's gone missing. There's some foul play here. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely something dodgy okay. going on. Uh, to be framed. To be framed. I was framed. You were framed? I was framed, yeah. It wasn't me. It was Jethro from the warehouse who killed <laughs> Jethro. Killed so, Perkins. And okay. Can I, can I give an example? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, for example, I murder someone wearing gloves with a gun, mm. and then I creep into John's apartment when he's sleeping, mm. and uh, I he's sleeping, so I put his hand on the gun, and then I put... Uh, the gun on the table next to his bed, and then I call the police. And the police come round, they found the gun and John's fingerprints on it. Mm. And John says, No, I wasn't there. He goes, Oh, we we caught you red-handed. He goes, No, I've been framed. I have been framed. That, yeah. So someone has tricked you to make it look like that you are the guilty person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be a dastardly thing for you to do. <laughs> I wouldn't think of doing anything like that. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Matt Damon that that, that, that murdered uh, Perkins from accounts. Honestly, I think at one point we're going to get a lawsuit. Exactly, exactly. Slander. Anyway. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> yeah. Well, one one of the kind of curious things uh, when when you read these older. Because I think it's out of, out of um, not used now, but these older detective stories from like the ones I used to read, Raymond Chandler, was like the 30s and 40s and things. 
the detective, the private detective, is also referred to as a private dick. Oh, I've never heard that one before. Yeah, so I'm, so I'm a private dick. Yeah. That is, so, yeah, I've got a private dick on the case. So I always find that quite strange. It is strange. But let's not go. Yeah, because dick has a different meaning, doesn't it? So. Possibly. Hmm. Um, there are other words for detective. I thought we'd go through one or two of the words which you may or may not know. You might, um, a sleuth. A sleuth. I've definitely heard yeah. of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes would be a sleuth. Why, why is he a sleuth? Well, I think it's kind of like a detective or a private detective who goes through all the clues. You imagine them having a big magnifying glass. That's mm. how I consider a sleuth. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. looking through all the clues and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So a sleuth. Um, a Seamus. I've not heard of that one. That sounds Irish in some way. I don't know why they say that one. But again, these are a bit old-fashioned, so you might not know them. Mm-hmm. Another one is a gumshoe. Gumshoe, no, definitely don't yeah. do that. That's again, if you read the older ones, gumshoe. But I think we still use sleuth today. Mm. Private dick, not so much. Yeah, yeah, no, I've definitely not heard private dick. Uh, American English you might say PI. Oh, I've heard PI. Private yeah. eye or a private investigator. Have you heard that? I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. used to have Magnum PI, didn't you? Oh yeah, Magnum PI. Yeah, that was with uh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, so that's Hawaii. Right. That's yeah. one we can recommend to the listeners because that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the the original series. I think they they remade it, didn't they? But uh, the original series from the uh, from the eighties, I think. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. That yeah. was pretty cool. It was. Really yeah, cool. I also remember Hawaii Five Hour. There's so many detectives set in uh, Hawaii. Yeah, another and, dangerous uh, place. Again, that's from the seventies. I think they re- redid that as well. Yeah, in, recently. Yeah. I remember the the seventies one. Book them, Dano. Murder one. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely showing your age. Well, and I thought finally, if you, John, you've been nicked, been caught red handed, you don't have an alibi. So we're sending you to prison. But can you think of any synonyms for a prison? You can use the nick, can't you? The nick. Yes, that's one. That's a British English one. It's yeah. in the nick. Uh, you could say the clink. The clink, yeah, that's a good one. That's interesting because that was a real prison called the clink. Was it? Was yeah, it? I thought it was something with the clinking of cl- keys, like on a yeah, matter of so sounds. Yeah. But no, no, it's it's actually, you can visit it. It's in London. It's on the South Bank. Oh, really? It's actually a medieval that. prison called the clink. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And so you could say so, jail, couldn't you as well? You say jail. How do you spell jail? It depends if you're British or American. So officially in Britain, we would spell it G-A-O-L, but we do actually use the American one. Yeah, I don't think anyone spells it like that anymore. No. So I the, think it's all J. We the Americans won this this battle. It's we all spell it J-A-I-L now. I think. Yeah, we've never don't seen. We? I haven't seen it. Very old books, you see G-A-O-L for jail. That's true. The Ballad of Reading Jail by Oscar Wilde. That's G-A-O-L. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I can't I can't think. The Slammer. There, there we go. There's another one. The Slammer. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And, and this is one which is which has confused my students because uh, the difference between do and make, to do time and to make time. 
Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was <smelled. laughs> That's an important difference. Important difference. So my students said I was. My students said, "Well, I was doing time uh, for my." Um, <laughs> maybe you can explain. Can you explain the difference. Well, well, so doing time means that you're actually in prison, doesn't it? Um, for a crime, so you're doing time, but obviously making time is your yeah you're kind of saving time in some way so that yeah. you're creating time somewhere else exactly so that yeah. that is a curious one um it's quite quite a distinctive difference i mean in fact in my podcast we're going to do one about do and make oh we'll have to re- go over that one again then yeah definitely definitely i think yeah. that's a good one mm. yeah i got maybe it's a good time for you to say who you are before we throw you in in jail and uh, throw away the key In, indeed so yeah I'm, I'm john i'm from english with monty we have a podcast talking about english things and the next episode is going to be about do and make so it's either already out there or you're about to download it or you've listened to it five weeks ago but, uh, <laughs> depending on when you're listening to this one but uh yeah so that, that that's that's me so, oh, yes, and do remember to watch our YouTube channel, Let Them Talk TV. My name's Gideon. I'm in self-isolation in London. And so catch you next time. And goodbye, John. Goodbye, Gideon. Lovely to speak. Yeah. Okay. Look after yourself. All right. Thank you. Okay. Wear a mask. Okay. <laughs> I will. Bye. <laughs> Bye.